Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day to find deeper clarity into my own gifts and what my soul's purpose is in this lifetime, and I want to bring you along for the ride. She told me as I woke from walking Below it at night she saw your feet A heavier feet stand deeper Deeper than you know Farther than you go this wild mother Hello everyone, welcome back. Today is a nice kind of fall day here and it's overcast and kind of cold and uh, my dogs are on the floor uh, snoring so if you hear them that's what you're hearing. Um, but I feel like the energy of today is perfect for the topic of this week because um, some things have been coming up for me over the last, uh, I would say, month, maybe a little longer. And I didn't really feel the need to bring voice to it until recently. So this episode is all about um, trickster dense energy because I am feeling it circling around me and around light beings at this point. So I feel like it started and I started noticing the need for more protection when baby G came into my life. As you guys know, we have a black kitten. She showed up at our door one day and she's uh, feral. So she's not cuddly. She, she's very <clears throat> her own personality. And, you know, th there have been hard times with her because she's definitely not really domesticated. And I like tune into that and I know when I do, she's here for a reason and they basically tell me to just let her do her job. And through that, she will come around to us. And, um, you know, I do see, it's been a little over a month since we've had her. So I do see her, she's getting used to us and used to the dogs and it is getting easier, but her energy is very much like hands off, I got this covered kind of feeling. <laughs> so yeah, that's why she came in for protection. And then, um, so that it started, I would think, I, I think with that. And I realized like, okay, there's a reason she's coming in. You know, maybe, you know, I'm not pr as protected as I, I believe myself to be, which as you guys know, for me is like the number one thing. And I'm going to just say here, if you haven't already listened to episode 20, that's a whole episode about protection, and I'm going to link it below because it's so important. But, okay, back to the present time. Um, I did a ceremony two weekends ago, and in that ceremony, obviously I trust my shaman and I know the space is protected, but in that ceremony, I was attacked three times by trickster energy and the first night it was one got a hold of my left arm which is you know the receiving arm and it was shaking it like crazy like so um intensely that I thought my arm was gonna fall off like it had fatigued and I still couldn't get it off and I was like it, this is all in the dark but I was like you know trying to move it through get it off get it off get it off and it felt more like, it's funny, it felt like, um, 
like a general energy, like a military energy. And it was just like wanting, like a lot of the movements that it was doing with the arm were like very, uh, it felt military or militaristic movements. Um, and so that first night, when I finally got the energy out and I was holding my arm, I looked down and it looked kind of shriveled. Like my being had um, been kind of overtaken to the point where I had retreated out of the space and it didn't look like my arm anymore. So the rest of that night, I was kind of like my arm was sensitive feeling. And then the next night, I had been laying on my side and there was uh, something that came and scratched my butt. And the next morning uh, in our in our circle, I was telling the group about it. And um, the shaman said she saw a spirit cat over by me. And she she actually has a physical cat. So she had wondered, is that my cat or is there something else? And it turned out her cat was upstairs sleeping. But there was a, some kind of animal <laughs> that came up and went on my... Um, my butt (laughs) and then also that night another entity and these I I feel are all separate because the energy that they carry were each completely different so then the last one in that ceremony was um so the ceremony had closed and obviously the space is still protected and I know that so I'm not in all of these things that are happening I'm not feeling like scared I feel more annoyed like when that general had my arm I felt more like it's annoying it's not like I'm feeling invaded in my body but it didn't feel like how I when I allow energies in my body and they feel natural and good and like there's a resonance it didn't feel like that it felt separate from me um, so then the last one was a one that came up into my ear and went, <sighs> and I, of course I got shocked a little bit. So I pulled back and then I was like, okay, no, go away. I'm not dealing with you right now. So that is two weeks ago. And I, I knew they were there. We talked about them in circle the next day. And the thing is, the more light that you bring in, and obviously in a ceremony, you're bringing in a lot of light. You're also bringing in, it's like a portal of energy that and dark energies are also attracted to. And I and I, I think dark is the wrong word because I personally think that's a judgment. So I like to say dense because like I say light is more fluid and high vibing frequency where dense feels more, I, I've talked about this before, more sticky. It's like more gummy, more... I don't know, more like mud. Okay, maybe that's a good way way to describe it. Um, So they're not, it's not a judgment. It's more just, I'm just describing how I feel it. Okay, so um, I knew like these energies, yes, were more dense, but they were almost more like playing pranks. Like not like they had any control or power in that room because the shaman had created so much... um, protection with the Icaros that I knew that they had no power there, but they were still there because let's say energies that are trapped between our third dimension and ascending to wherever they are meant to go. Sometimes they get stuck in the third dimension and their energy is in the air. It's there, but they don't have power. So 
even though they want to participate and get attention, it's almost like they're like the annoying little brother or sister that's like, hello, I'm here, I'm here. But you know they can't hurt you, but they're still there. So it felt like that. And it was more of like a laughable situation and just like me becoming aware of the fact that mm, it's interesting because in all the other ceremonies that I've been in, I haven't encountered those energies before. So I was paying attention and kind of like, you know, really more aware of the situation. And then it kind of brings up the lessons that I've been giving to you guys and that why I am making the sacred opening prayer such an important thing and why I'm not moving forward until everybody has it is it is the most important thing. So I personally have decided I'm not moving forward until the energy is protected from all people in the circle. I am not ready or willing, I guess, to move forward and allow and share more teachings with people that don't understand the importance of having your space covered. Okay, so then um, about two weeks ago as well, my mom um, had decided that she wants to do a girl's trip to Maui for her birthday. And she's turning 65 and it's gonna be great. And she invited um, myself and my best friend and um, her friend. So it was just gonna be four of us. And she started a, a group text. And her friend Mary now lives in Chicago, but she used to live in San Diego. So my mom had put her old cell phone number on this group text and also her one in Chicago. And I had said, mom, that's not her text, but for some reason she left it on there. Okay. So there were not just four numbers on this group text, there were five. So there was that one number that was Mary's old number. Okay. So this group text goes on and on for two weeks. I mean, we're planning the whole trip where we're going to stay, what we're going to do, where we're going to eat, like everything. And I mean, everything. And the whole time, you know, everybody's contributing, adding in, blah, blah, blah. So that trip is happening um, November 3rd to the 8th. And last Thursday, well, wait, let me back it up. So even though I love Maui, and I think I've been there three or four times in my life, just has always brought such great energy. And I, I really just love the relaxation of Maui. This time I felt like, yes, we're going to celebrate my mom, but there's, I felt another pull to be there at that time. And I couldn't, my mind (laughs) couldn't figure out what it was. And I, I even Googled like spiritual locations in Maui. And I was like, just waiting for that hit or that, like that knowing that I get when it feels like a like vibration, but nothing, nothing that I read came, like struck me, struck a chord. And then last Thursday, so for me at this point of recording, it would have been maybe five days ago. Um, I, you know, I follow Mateus Stefano on Instagram and he posted that he will be in Maui on November 6th doing a workshop. And I was like, no wonder I kept getting this, like it felt like kind of an annoying feeling of, I know there's work to be done there, but I don't know, I don't know. Maybe, and I, I obviously my mind could not have known, but it, it revealed itself in the way that it was supposed to. So I, obviously that connection and that moment made me feel like, oh, no wonder, you know, and it's all perfect. Um, and 
honestly, what I think is supposed to happen is not even, so he's giving a workshop there and I have this like feeling, not that even we're supposed to talk. So it's not about the human three-dimensional connection between us. I feel like for me being in the same room or location with him, as you guys know, I, I just, I know what he puts out as truth. So, and he does a lot of the same work that I feel being called to do. So I just felt like this is happening for our energies to be in the same location at the same time. And and what I feel intuitively is going to happen is that I I feel it's going to open up a, a part of me in, in a weird way. It almost feels like um, there's going to be an activation inside of me. So this is all unknown. This is just what I am, my process of what I feel is going to happen. Um, so I end up sharing in the group chat Guys, on November 6th, you're going to have to go to dinner without me because this is what happened. And I explained my, I'm excited about it. And, you know, um, and I'm thinking, you know, this group of women are not on the same path as me. They all carry and are open to spirituality, but obviously like a Saturday night in Maui, I'm sure they want to do something else. So I had put out the energy of I'm going to do this alone, but also leaving it open. Like I sent the information. And then the first person to respond was Mary. And she said, that is so interesting. Oh, I think, wait a second, back up. I said something about how I knew that being in the island of Maui, which is the energy of Lumeria, that there was something, some work that I was being called to do. And when when this post came up about Mateus being in Maui on that day, I knew it was a, a like vibration. So then Mary says, that's so weird. Yesterday I was shopping for a friend's birthday and I bought a candle that had a Lumerian crystal in it. So I feel like I need to go to that as well. So then I was like, okay, who am I to say who goes and who doesn't go, right? Like I I try to take that step back of letting the energy tell me what's meant to happen and what's not meant to happen. And then they decide they all want to go. So then I send them the link to sign up for the workshop. And then I started sending them, I sent them um, some links that talks about his work. So that happened on, I think, the Friday. And again, I felt like, oh, this is interesting that they also are, you know, open to doing this with me. So I felt good about that. And then I had uh, actually a galactic historian reading on Friday with um, Debbie Solaris, which if you haven't heard from her, she's um, or about her, she's done a few shows on Gaia. And essentially, she's able to go um, into your records and kind of find out your uh, your galactic history. And the moment that I sat down for that um, session, it started pouring here and just like the whole sky turned black and it just got really weird. And then after that session, uh, I looked to, you know, I was looking at my phone and there was a text in that group text of a gun and some other really disturbing things um, that were sexual. And from that, that number, that was the unknown Mary's number. And here's the thing. 
we are only protected as much as our weakest link. So in this case, my mom had opened up an, an energy portal because a group chat is an energy portal. And I know that it's hard for most people to realize that, but you're each putting energy into this space. So she had opened up an energy portal and she left uh, a loose end there. She thought that Mary had these two numbers, apparently. She never removed that number. And that opened up a thread for dark energy to come in. Now, in hindsight, this person, Mary ends up, because it was her number, she researches and finds out who owns the number now. And, you know, she finds out the guy's name, where he lives, how old he is, all these things. And the thing that is really creepy is this guy was on that chat for two weeks while we were planning this whole trip and said nothing. And then the moment that I started talking about this high vibration uh, workshop, he sends a gun with some really disgusting images on there. And I realize, number one, that I, I can protect myself, yes, and I can hold the space if I'm in, let's say, doing a healing. And even I can hold the space with the help of my guides and my spirit animals and my sacred sites in my whole home. But when you're in an energy portal, like a group text, and someone has left an open, uh, like, loose door, let's say an open door, look what happens. Now, of all the people in the world, that number, and I personally, here's the thing. I don't think that it was this guy. That's the other weird part of this. Yes, she was able to track down exactly who owns the number now. But what felt like to me is that when you have, um, when you're not on top of these doorways, anyone can go through them. And I know the more light that you bring into the world, the more you're shining yourself and you're open and susceptible to this type of stuff. Now, I will say I have never in my life experienced that darkness personally. And I know that, you know, we obviously deleted the group chat and removed the person. But what what it brought up for me is this, this I guess, fear because look, that's what dense energy is. But fear of how do I make everybody understand why it's so important not to leave these open-ended things out there? It's literally, you're calling it in. And even though it was my mom that opened the door, I believe, yes, it was a, a way to get in an attack at me. Or not even me. I sometimes, I even think it was an attack at Mateus. Like he talks about he's been kidnapped. He's had been in car accidents. Their energies are always trying to attack that guy because he is so visible and out there and sharing his light. And all that we can do is our own due diligence on knowing what you're inviting in. Now, in hindsight, I haven't had the conversation with my mom about this, but I plan to in that she needs not only in the case of me, but in every part of her life to be careful because the more that her vibration is near mine, it's raising. And 
I would say that anyone that's listening to this podcast, the same thing. Even if your loved ones are not on the path of awakening, your vibration is enough to raise their vibration. And if you think you're protected, you probably are, but that doesn't mean they are. And it's so important not to allow any loose doors, any open doors, because here they come right in. So then yesterday, a friend of mine um, texted me and he said, hey, I'm at a crystal shop and I know you said I was supposed to get bracelets for protection. Can you tell me what they were again? And so I sent him a picture of mine that I've worn, you know, from the time of my start of my awakening. And I said a tiger's eye and black tourmaline are like the basics. So just get those two. And then I, as I looked at my wrist, I had, I've also always worn a garnet bracelet. And Garnet is um, emotional healing, self-worth, and security. So at the beginning of my awakening, it was vitally important. And what's funny is yesterday, I was in the car driving with Richard as this texting was going on, and I looked at the garnet and I said, I wonder if if that's still meant to be there. And I had the thought and the question, and I was kind of like, you know, open-ending it. Let's see if that, what... And I started thinking about it. And today, this morning in the shower, it popped, whoops, it popped right off of my wrist. Like there wasn't pull, it didn't pull on anything. It just literally popped right open and fell to the floor. (laughs) And yes, it had, it had served its purpose. It was done. So this other part of these um, allies that we call in, they'll, Get, you'll get to a point where you know it's the, it's the work is complete. But I had been wearing that bracelet for over two years, and I just never checked back in and, and checked to see, is that energy still needed? So then um, I got my pendulum, and I went. I have a bunch of crystal bracelets, and I decided to find out, is there an, a replacement? Am I supposed to replace that energy with something else? So I put brought the pendulum over every single one of the stones that I have in my bracelets, and it was a no for all of them. And then when I got to the reduction seeds, which I got this bracelet in um, Bali when I was there last year, that was the one that wanted to come on my wrist, which is for protection from negative energy. So then I was like, okay, now let's look at what I have on my wrist, okay? I have black tourmaline, which is purification and protection. I have tiger's eye, which is all seeing, all knowing, protection, courage, and integrity. I have my ghost seeds that I just got um, on that trip from the Navajo um, woman that I met. And that is the interconnectedness and protection from evil spirits. And now the reduction seeds, which are also protection from negative energy. And that all together is giving me this very loud message of something is shifting. And there are, it almost feels like a desperate attempt to derail the light's agenda, I feel. And I, it's funny because I feel like it's not even overt anymore. <laughs> they're being like, they're putting it right in there and throwing whatever against the wall that they can. And I want you guys to know that as this is probably coming up for everyone, I believe that I'm just the messenger for the energies that are coming up for everyone. All of these signs are signs that something is shifting and there is a desperate attempt at this late hour in the game to throw you off course. And 
I know that I was supposed to bring life to this energy thread because of that. If you guys aren't aware of the importance of protection, none of the work that you do with spirit is going to be almost valid because really you're open to anyone working through you. You're just a vessel. It's not me doing this this interpreting, right? I'm just a vessel for the energies that I pick up on in the in the ether. And if I'm not protected, that means that I could pick up an energy that I think feels real. Of course, you always want to discern anyway, but all the all the messages that I get are always of the I feel the light. So you know, I will discern if it's important for me to be the one to voice something, but I, I've i been picking up on a lot of dense energy. And I want you guys to know that the first part of protecting yourself, first, again, go to episode 20, which will give you all of the tools that I've, I've used in the physical 3D world, um, but also the point of pulling in your spirit animals and your sacred sites was to create a medicine circle around you of protection because we ourselves are not, I don't think we're capable long-term to hold that space open like that. And I think that's why the messages are coming through to rely on your allies at this point. It's not for you to hold yourself. And if you feel like, well, what will happen is you'll feel exhausted because you're constantly fighting this uh, battle with energy, right? Like it's constant. So let's say even if an energy thread of a headache comes into me, I, I accept it. I allow it. I like uh, acknowledge it. And then I say, and now move on because I know those threads I will pick up on. It doesn't mean they're mine to hold. And I know that. So the moment that I acknowledge it and move it on, everything moves and flows because I'm the, I have free will. I have the choice to decide, am I going to let that thread knock me on my butt for the rest of the day? Or am I going to acknowledge it and ask it to move on? And I, I mean, for me, a hundred percent of the time it moves. It doesn't ever stay. Now I've had moments where I want to wallow in that, whatever it is. And, and that's something too. We all, you know, carry that kind of victim place where we want to just lay on the couch and let the feelings be there. And that's okay as well, because we all need rest at times too. But when you acknowledge that it isn't yours and just allow it to pass, there's no reason for it to stay because you you are seeing the trickster for what it is. And all of this is also to say, there is not a reason to be fearful of these energies that are coming up. Now, in the case of this threat that this guy made or this energy made through that group chat, it was dark. It was disgusting. It was not appropriate. And my mom's friend, Mary, is actually taking legal action <laughs> against it. Um, I personally don't want to do that. I don't want my energy to be tied anymore to that number. But you know, I allow and I believe each person is here to do their own mission. So if she feels that need, then I say, you know, you deal with that. But nothing can have control over you if you don't give it control. So even though these dark things are happening, it's just acknowledging, okay, where was where was the open door? What do I need to be more diligent on? In this case, my mom. I need to have the conversation with her. Not only just because this happened in this one case, but where else is she leaking energy that is possibly attacking? 
And I would say that in her health, and I know she's had issues in her knees. All of that is stuff that's moving through you because there's a leaky, it's like, I've heard that term leaky gut. It's kind of like leaky energy. You are letting energies come into you that they're looking for a home. They're looking for places to influence. So look, if you're down on your butt because your knee hurts, you're not going to be as powerful and in your light as if you were healthy. So all of it is just trying to find a home to weaken the light. I want to say this too. I also, when I work in um, group energy, so like even on our Zoom calls or if I do healing, I always, um, I know my weakest chakra is my sacral and I always sit on this selenite kind of egg uh, no matter what I do. I always have, I always tuck it right under my, my little tushy and I sit on it. Because again, for me, I know that's my weakest point and I am holding that energy and I'm clearing it out. As it comes in, I'm pulling it through. Otherwise, as you guys have known, in the past, I've actually gotten an infection if I don't do that. So it's become a ritual in my practice that I know it needs extra support. So in all of this, I just hope that it's helpful. I hope that you guys understand that this is happening. It's real. It's okay. It, you could get in a car accident. You could get, you could fall. You could have something come through like a sickness. Allow it, uh, acknowledge it, and ask it to move. And don't fixate on it. Don't turn into the victim of this happened and therefore someone's after me or because I don't believe that at all. And I honestly don't even think it was this particular guy. I think that the energy used an open portal to go through. Um, and I am again, I will link below all of the where I get my bracelets and where I found where, where you guys can find ghost seeds if that's calling to you or reduction seeds. And also, um, I just want you guys to know that this conversation is because it's needed. I, I obviously do not like talking about dark things, but they're stacking up and it's coming quicker and faster. And I know that I want you guys to be armed with how you guys move through this and not to fixate or allow anything to control your day, your light, why you're here. So I hope this is helpful and I um, look forward to talking to you guys next week. Bye.